Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. The late night anger management class, it's level three. The NFL draft isn't done, neither are we. Friday night, second and third round, Saturday, the rest of the board. FanDuel has more draft props up. Hopefully we can do as well tomorrow as we did tonight. It sucks, because if you guys recall, um, a couple of weeks ago, and I would a couple of guests ago, whatever, I talked about this, you know, over under 18 and a half offense, defense, and I said, you know, it's no lock, actually. I said, I, and I wanted to be contrarian. It's the one mistake I made that I'm kind of pissed at myself that I changed my mind because I was originally thinking, I don't know if you remember, Matthias, but how many times did I say, guys, on these shows, I keep coming up with 1814. Remember I kept saying that? I said, I got 1814, 1814, and then I go over 18 and a half like an idiot. And as Teddy stated, the last five picks, you know, I started sweating it out with the last three, but it was actually the last five picks in the draft. Um... The draft actually went at the back end. The, 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 mock, the mockers did a good job at the back end. They didn't do a good job at the front end for the most part. And, of course, you know, they'll call the teams out as opposed to blaming themselves, right? Like I said, where's the Mac Jones stuff? How many, like, so many big-time people were all Mac Jones, Mac Jones, Mac Jones. We'll get to Mac Jones with the Patriots, actually. But I don't, I'm not going to give you my grades. I'll give you my thoughts. We'll give you grades in two, three years. But I will tell you who I think will be successful and who I think is going to suck. So, Trevor Lawrence is a stud. I have my questions and my reservations about Urban Meyer. You know what? They're, they're working out Tim Tebow. Why? Are you guys running a circus or a football team? Right? Like, you know, like, you know Urban Meyer is going to burn out and stuff. There'll be some enthusiasm with Meyer. And then by, you know, a year and a half in, by year two, they're going to hate him. And, and Meyer, well, oh, I'm leaving with health issues. I want to spend time with my family. And then Meyer will be an NFL analyst uh, the next day. Right, we've seen this script before. He's making a lot of money. So I don't know. Very few college coaches have been successful in the National Football League. And the ones that have, have actually been around the NFL, have NFL experience, which Urban Meyer does not. And I do believe that Urban Meyer is one of the greatest college coaches of all time. But I also believe that Urban Meyer is one of the cheat, biggest cheaters of all time and most unethical coaches of all time as well. And I also believe that he won in college as much as he did because he lacked ethics. A lot of coaches would have a problem if their tight end shot someone outside of a strip club. He did it. That tight end was uh, Aaron Hernandez. How'd that work out for everybody? Good job, coach. Relax. You don't have to actually play these sports. Just know about them. Keep it here. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. 
the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Don't think of us as a place to just hear sports talk. Think of us more as an all-you-can-listen buffet of live odds, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. This lady's a dumb and nerdy. You? An artist? Your husband's work is what we call outsider art. It could be by a mental patient or a hillbilly or a chimpanzee. Management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. We're throwing it down on a Thursday night uh, throwdown following uh, tonight's round one of the National Football League draft. We absolutely smoked it as far as our wagers uh, were concerned. And uh, we appreciate the kind words uh, from those of you. I know we got a lot of nice kind words from people that said they tailed us uh, this evening. So we're glad that uh, you cashed. Uh, tonight. You're glad that you're along uh, for the ride. You know what? There's certain things that we do well with. We've been doing well with uh, MS soccer so far uh, this year. Hopefully we can keep it going. Eight and three. Uh, but we've always done, we've always been a good draft better. Anyone that's followed me for years knows uh, I always lose the Super Bowl. <laughs> not always, but more often than not. Super Bowl's not good. But if you guys know, um, I'm very good at drafts. I'm very good at all-star games. I'm very good at Olympics. Like, uh, you'll see, like, Olympic hockey, Olympic basketball, um, Euro Cup, World Cup, I'll do well in. Like, I do well in sort of the, you know, the other things that, you know, we focus in on, these these sort of events. But I've always been a very good draft better, always. Like, that's why I was confident. I wish I would have put more. You know, I risked a couple of dives, but I wish I would have put more. Uh, in hindsight, when it was all said and done. The thing is, you never know. It's easy after to say this for these drafts, right? You, I mean, who knows? I mean, look, all these people that get paid a lot of money. Adam Schefter makes millions of dollars, guys. I think the guy makes like six, seven million a year, all right? He makes a lot of money. He said it was 90% that it was Mac Jones. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm not throwing this guy to the bus, but I'm just saying, no one knows when it comes to the draft. And I tell you guys this all the time. You know, so don't buy into the media hype, all right? Because, oh, I saw a report, or like I talked about the pro day stuff. What a great job Shanahan and Lynch did. They made a big deal. They both went together to Mac Jones's pro day and stuff. <laughs> Ooh, they didn't go to Justin Fields. Then they went to Justin Fields this day after. Meanwhile, they're secretly meeting with Trey Lance. And I told you guys that like a month ago. I said, you notice how they never talk about Trey Lance, the Niners? But, you know, they showed up at the pro day there, but they show up here, but they're quiet about Trey Lance. You know, why was that? Like, did anyone really think they were trading up because of Matt Jones? Come on, man. Although, I'm going to tell you, uh, we'll get to Matt we'll Jones now, actually. So, Matt Jones to New England, great fit. 
Great fit for him. Great fit for the Patriots. It's annoying as a Bills fan. They've got themselves a solid quarterback for the next uh, years. McDaniels is, McDaniels is, you know, couldn't be a head coach, we saw, but he's very good at recognizing what, they're, what they can do, what they can't do. And you can do a lot more with Jones than you can do with Cam Newton at this stage of Cam Newton's career. And Belichick just came out tonight and said that Cam Newton's the quarterback of the Patriots. And, you know, they're not, you know, Belichick, you have to earn it with Belichick. He's not, he's not just going to hand it to him. But let's be real. You know, Cam Newton, and I love Cam Newton. I think Cam Newton was great, but Cam Newton's like kind of beaten up. And will Cam Newton be stay healthy even if he starts? But I'm just saying moving forward, I don't know exactly when Mac Jones is going to play, but moving, I mean, but he'll play because Cam Newton will get hurt. But moving forward, Mac Jones is a perfect fit. So it's sort of like Zach Wilson. Like, so with Zach Wilson with the New York Jets, I, I'm not on a witch hunt on Zach Wilson. I have nothing against the kid. He's a competitor. He seems like a nice kid. He's a tough kid. He's a nice kid. Like I said, he's a, he's a hardcore Mormon. He's not going to get in trouble. He's not. You don't have to worry about him partying and, you know, whatever. Someone, shout out to our boy Casey, actually, of Sports Illustrated. Uh, Casey, uh, one of our partners, uh, obviously, in the, in the Vegas uh, Super Hilton contest years ago when we finished in eighth place. Great MMA better. Um I we were you know I tweeted out a video of uh, of Zach Wilson you know pr- you know primped up in front of a mirror worried about his hair and that's one thing I didn't like about the kid is how many times did you see the kid shuffle and fix his tie in his suit like I don't know like 282 times in 30 seconds it's like we get it bro you're wearing a nice suit stop worrying about how you look so much right but you know like i said trevor lawrence didn't even show up trevor lawrence hugged his mom on the couch and his family in his kitchen and that was that and he's the number one pick there there's uh, zach wilson doing verizon ads on the red carpet before and it's like you know and someone you know so casey said he's the sage Northcut. you like that with this the sage Northcut of the nfl draft <laughs> great comparison great yeah, comparison dude, you know, sage Sage Northcutt's a good out, kid. He almost looked like he was trying to compose himself. I was trying to figure out, is he checking himself out? Or is he kind of nervous to kind of like be the new face of the New York Jets? <laughs> no. He was checking his suit. Like he was just sort of like, you know, I could get it. You do it once. You know what I mean? It's like, listen, I've been on TV and I've been on talk shows and stuff where you know, I'm wearing blazers and suits and stuff. And you do it once. You sit down. You're like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> and then this kid, every two seconds, he's just worried about, oh, it's just sort of conscious. Oh, I know people are looking at me and taking pictures of me and, you know, that angle. But I'm not going to hold that. That has nothing to do whether he's going to be successful or not. But my point is, Zach Wilson can be, you know, he's got some, you know, Zach Wilson, He's ba- he's a more athletic Baker Mayfield. He's a more athletic Baker Mayfield who didn't play against the level of competition that Baker did. And we saw, remember like Baker Mayfield in college, guys, was able to roll out. And Oklahoma was great at that. Lincoln Riley, the rollout play and, you know, the sort of, you know, the, 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 the RPO, the, the option. And Baker would roll out and Baker would be fast enough and he'd look mobile and stuff. What happens in the NFL with Baker Mayfield? 360-pound fat guys run him down. Like, Baker Mayfield is not mobile in the NFL. He is not. He was in college. He is not in the NFL. He can't get to the corners. He gets murdered. He's too short. Passes get batted down. And I got to tell you what, as a betting man, 
I see they say that Zach Wilson is 6'2 and 1'8. I like how they threw the 1'8 in there. I don't know why, but is he really? I'd put money that he isn't. I don't think that kid, you know what I mean? Now, I, one thing I will say, and I was looking at Zach Wilson when he was standing next to Goodell, and Goodell's not that small of a dude, and Wilson was bigger than Goodell. So I'm not saying the guy's nimble and stuff. He did have injury problems before this year. I'm not saying he's nimble. But my point is, if you take Zach Wilson and you put him on the New England Patriots with, with Josh McDaniels, you put him with, you know, Brian Dable with the Buffalo Bills. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, you put him on a team that's not going to drop him on the field here. Even Washington. A little bit, you know what I'm saying? Later in the draft, Washington. Uh, you know, let's say he got picked by the Raiders and they groomed him behind Carr. Wouldn't have a problem with it type thing. But you're taking a kid that played for BYU and very bad competition in a pandemic year and making him the starting quarterback in the AFC East against the New England Patriots who loaded up in the offseason. They have eight guys that opted out due to COVID coming back. Guys, they remember their defense. Their defense was already good and all those other guys are coming back. Um, the Patriots spent a ton of money in the offseason. They did not like sucking. They spent a ton of money. They signed every available free agent essentially. And now you bring in, you know, you, you bring in, you, you bring in a Mac Jones, and Mac Jones is in a perfect situation. Zach Wilson's on a New York freaking Jets, as Teddy stated, with a new coach, a new system, a new GM, a new everything. And you're on the Jets against a bunch of teams that are in their peak right now. The Buffalo Bills are peaking right now, ready for a Super Bowl. The Miami Dolphins are on the verge of like crashing the party and taking over. Right? The New England Patriots just loaded up and have been one of the best coaches of all time and a stacked roster suddenly. And you're sending out this kid? He's going to get sacrificed, man. The late night anger management class continues. You can listen to Sports Grid on the radio, TV, or the internet. Eight technology grand. Keep it here on the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. It's simple, really. You have a choice. Either listen to Sports Grid and get the winning edge. Or don't. And get really good at explaining things to your increasingly impatient wife. Happy wife, happy life, dude. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. Welcome to the 117th dust-up between the snort and swine of Springfield A&M and the Springfield University Nittany Tide. Oh, doctor, break out the hickory switch. 
the late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Renzi, Sir Sex and Channel 204. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates wherever you might be tuning in, including San Diego, Los Angeles, up and down the uh, Pacific Coast. Um, all right, so we're talking draft. I just want to—I don't want to just hover around the top here. I want to share my thoughts on everything. It's been a really fun night uh, tonight. I think it was a lot funner because we killed it with our props. Uh, but we're talking—you know—there's not a lot to say about Trevor Lawrence. Let me add though this about Jacksonville. I like Travis Etienne as a running back. I think he's good. I'm glad um, that they took him only because I, you know, I hit that prop over one and a half. And shout out to Babano. Good call uh, by Babano on the show. Uh, but over one and a half as well. He gave, uh, that was one of his props, running backs taken in the first round. But that Robinson's a good running back. Robinson's a very good running back and with, with Jacksonville. And they, their offense doesn't suck, Jacksonville. They put up some points last year with bad quarterbacks. All right? They've got some talent at the wide receiver position. They've got, um, they've got you know, some nice running backs. Now with E10, they even do. But to me, Jacksonville's defense sucks. And... And, you know, you already had Trevor Lawrence. You can, you could have got – you already have a good – you had a steel running back last year with Robinson that was a gem, a find. And you didn't need to do it. You could have just you – know, if you want another running back, you could have done it later. There was no need just because it was, it was his teammate. But don't forget, Ur- Urban Meyer's in charge here. And Urban Meyer is a very, like, sort of college recent guy too, right? He's a college analyst. So he's like, all right, I'll pair these two uh, together. I get it. I don't love it, but I get it. So Zach Wilson, as I stated, the kid, listen, the kid's got heart and stuff. Like I said, he's 6'2", 210. He looks small to me. Um, He looks small to me at BYU, to be honest. There's a big difference, guys, playing against Western Kentucky and Texas State and stuff and the cupcakes they played against. Now in the D linemen. Uh, they're going to be batting balls down. Like, that's the whole problem with these quarterbacks. Like, Baker Mayfield, I think Zach Wilson's going to have this problem as well. That, yeah, in college, you could pull this off and you could roll out and stuff. Number one, you're not going to be roll out in the NFL because everyone's faster than you are. Even the bigger dudes that are bigger than you are going to be way faster than you. So, that's a problem. Number two, Zach Wilson, you force footballs in. Yeah, you can do that when you're playing Montana, Bobcat, State, etc. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, and, and, and stuff. But, and the teams that they, but we can go, we've gone over BYU's schedule. I can go over it again. You know what I'm saying? Texas, San Antonio, Western Kentucky, Houston Cougars, who aren't exactly known for their defense, guys. Right? Boise State was the best defense he played. He lit them up, and uh, we'll give him credit for that. They smoked them. Boise State were also had a four-string quarterback that game, and like half their team had COVID all the year. So, you know, I'm, just, I'm not buying in. I don't, you know, Zach Wilson... I don't think is ready to be an NFL quarterback, and they're going to make him an NFL quarterback right now. And I say take the under six and a half for the Jets. They're in a lot of trouble. And as we are saying before we went to the break before, he's in a division with all these, like, tough teams. The Patriots are good, and they're going to be good. The Buffalo Bills are damn good, and the Miami Dolphins are damn good. And they're starting from scratch. It's, it's a big mismatch. If I was the Jets in the big picture, I would have traded the pick I would have stock, uh, stacked the talent around. And, and if not, if you didn't trade the pick, I would have kept Sam Darnold, and I would have taken Kyle Pitts. I would have taken Kyle Pitts. I would have traded the pick, or I would have taken Kyle Pitts. And, and you, you, you bring in, you look what they brought in Corey Davis. They, they, the Jets have some nice young defensive players, actually. They had a decent offseason, actually, the Jets. There's been some nice signings, right? I, you know, I just don't like it. I don't like this move. 
It's nothing against Zach Wilson personally. He's in a horrible situation, and it's going to be a miserable failure. Hammer the Jets under six and a half. I know I will. Uh, Trey Lance has a ton of upside, guys. Ton of upside. If you, and listen, I'm not going to call people out for not watching North Dakota State football games. They're never on TV. So you got to watch them online, and even then they're hard to find. But you can watch his highlight reels. You can watch his pro day online. And the kid, you know, that it factor. You know what you can just tell? You know, it's one of those, he's one of these kids that you could just tell. It's like, yeah, yeah, this guy's good. Yeah, like right away. It's like a band. Anyone that plays music knows. You know what I mean? You're at a concert, you know right away when a guitarist like hits that first couple and like, you know, listen, in music, there's only seven notes, okay? There's an A chord and there's an A chord. It sounds better when Eddie Van Halen hits an A chord, doesn't it? You know, it's like, what the hell is he doing? Oh, he's just hitting an A chord. Just an A. As opposed to a guy, uh, you know, in the park, right, hitting his, his guitar, banging away. Why? Because Eddie Van Halen's better than the guy in the park. Right? So, and you can tell right away. Like, you know what I mean? You can play the simplest song. You know, there is a house in New Orleans. Sounds better when Jimi Hendrix does it. Right? Because he's better. And you, you can tell in the first couple of notes, oh, wow, this guy's really good. You know, Stevie Ray Vaughan, oh, wow, this guy's like, you know right away, it's the same thing with Trey Lance. You watch him, you're like, oh, wow, oh, yeah, oh, they're like, oh, wow, yeah. One of those deals. One of those deals. And yeah, I've got confidence in Shanahan. I don't like his play calling when he has leads in big games. <laughs> Super Bowls. Um, I don't like his play calling in big games when he has a lead in the last 10 minutes of Super Bowls, Atlanta and San Francisco. Guy should have two rings right now. But um, love the pick of Trey Lance. I'm all for it. All for it. I'm not going to start judging draft pick trades and all that type stuff. You know, did they give up too much? Well, we can get into that. Whatever. We'll find out when we find out who these other teams traded with the picks. Uh, Kyle Pitts to Atlanta. Listen, I'm so high on Kyle Pitts that I have a hard time bashing this. Yet at the same point in time, we all know Atlanta's offense wasn't a problem. Yet Atlanta didn't think that anybody on the defensive side of the football justified taking somebody that high. They didn't trade the pick. No one wanted it and did it, as we saw. People traded, but not that high, besides San Francisco already. And let's just be real right now. How do you stop this? Like, these guys are going to freaking score. Like, how do you stop this? You know, you've got Kyle Pitts, Julio Jones, and one thing, too. And, Matthias, uh, you're a Falcon fan, so you know this. And I love Julio Jones. And Julio Jones, one of the tougher guys in the NFL, in which he plays through pain all the time. But let's be real, bro. He's always hurt now. I don't know what it is. Like, it just is. He's always hurt. And there's a reliability factor coming up with, with Julio Jones. And I think the Falcons see this as well and think, yeah, we have Julio Jones, but he's always hurt. And is he going to get hurt again? Ridley's young. But now, from a defensive standpoint, imagine being a defensive coordinator. You always hear the cliche, the defensive coordinators are going to have nightmares night before the game. How do you coordinate against this? You've got, and let's say Julio Jones is healthy. So you've got Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and Kyle, and Kyle Pitts. Who do you cover? You can't go man on man. So you're going to put, what, a linebacker on Kyle Pitts? <laughs> Good luck. Kyle Pitts is going to score 22 touchdowns if you do that. So what are you going to do? Like, honestly, what are you going to do? 
with Kyle Pitts. You're going to put a safety and a line? No, that's not going to work. You're going to have to put like a DB on him. And then the problem is Kyle Pitts is going to beat your DB unless you put your best defensive back on him. So you put your best defensive back on Kyle Pitts, then what the hell is Julio Jones and Ridley going to do? And some people think Ridley's more dangerous than Jones is right now. So what are you going to – so – you're not, and the thing is, Ridley's only really good because Jones gets double teamed all the time. So, and I'm not saying Ridley's not great, but I'm just saying teams double team Jones and then they throw to Ridley. Uh, but now you can't double team Jones. All right, double team Jones, Ridley will murder you. Pitts is going to murder you. All right, double team Pitts, Jones and Ridley will murder you. All right, double team Ridley, Pitts and uh, Jones will murder you. It's a real nightmare for defensive coordinators right now, Julio, but it's up to Matt Ryan to get him the damn football crisply. But what I like, uh, Matthias, is I got to give credit. I, you know, at first, I was like, oh, really, Arthur Smith? But he did a great job in Tennessee with the play calling. Great mixture of running the ball, throwing the ball. Did a great job with Tannehill. I think he can help a new perspective. And think, bro, since Shanahan's been gone, there's always been these defensive guys in Atlanta. No one that can really help Shanahan. Uh, like like Shanahan could to Ryan with the quarterback. Arthur Smith's an offensive guy that can help Ryan and look at the offense and go, this is what we can be more successful with Matt is. And let's see the Falcons mix up the and run the ball a little bit more, even though they have these stud wide receivers now. You know what, getting Kyle Pitts today gave, just gave Matt Ryan a red zone threat. You know, he's been missing that since Tony Gonzalez left. I know that Julio Jones is Julio Jones, but at the same time, Matt Ryan has been at his best when he's throwing touchdowns to his tight end. That's his go-to guy in the red zone. And Matt Ryan has been nothing but a mess in the red zone since Tony Gonzalez has left. Yeah, because all of his balls are high all the time. Exactly. (laughs) exactly. This is it. This is it for Ryan. You know know that, Gabe. This is it for him. If he doesn't answer the bell right now. uh, Oh, he's so done. Yeah. Yeah, this is it. This is it for him. No, no. With with Matt Ryan, you're on the clock, Matt. you got a two-year contract. And... Next year, it'll cost them less money to throw you under the bus. So, they and we see teams are willing to throw you under the bus with a year left. They'll be like, ah, we'll bite the bullet or or we'll trade them, et cetera. And someone would pick Matt Ryan up. So, you're right. This is it. There's no excuses. Wait, listen, the Falcons still have a lot more work to do in this draft. Let's see how it rounds out. They can still get a lot of good football players here. But we can't argue the pick. Um, even though I would not have hated Sewell just because I think Sewell's a Hall of Famer. I agree with Brent Sobleski, who joined us uh, last night for the Bleacher Report. He said there's three Hall of Famers, he thinks, that are slam-dunk Hall of Famers here. Trevor Lawrence, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Kyle Pitts, and um, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Kyle Pitts, and Panay Sewell. And I think Sewell is one of those guys as well that can be you know, a 12-year standout stalwart in the NFL, Pro Bowler, Hall of Famer. So I would have not have hated if Atlanta did that route because they need to protect Matt Ryan because he ain't mobile. Bring it. Cincinnati is Remember the good old days before you found us, got the winning edge, and started winning? Neither do we. Thank God. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. 
the collide of football pads, the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. When you're a true player, you look for every advantage you can get. Congratulations. You just found it. The winning edge. Sports gaming strategies and information you won't find anywhere else. 24 hours a day. Seven days a week. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Let me get this straight. You took all the money you made franchising your name and bid it against the Harlem Globetrotters? Uh, I thought the generals were due. He's spinning the ball on his finger. Just take it. Take the ball. That game was fixed. They were using a freaking ladder, for God's sakes. The late night anger match request. This is Sports Rage. I am Marenzi. We're throwing it down Sirius XM, Channel 204, and of course, all of our great AM radio affiliates. We hope, uh, we hope you enjoy our NFL draft coverage. Couldn't do much better with our picks, guys. We ended up going 10-2. and two. Um, We lost with Sewell, and we'll get to Sewell in a second. We lost with Sewell, and uh, we lose the stupid over 18 and a half. Uh, but we win 10 other props this evening. We killed it. Good stuff. Uh, and I'm glad that we did. We put a lot of work into it. And it was a success. So I'm just, uh, I'm proud of that. So um, that we're talking about the Falcons. One last thing about the Falcons is I like the fact at least, you know what? They have an identity. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of teams are sort of, what's your identity? The Falcons are telling everyone right now, we're coming, you know, get ready. You better be able to score because we're coming at you. That's, you know what I'm saying? I like it. And people talk about defense wins championships. Yes yes and no. Yes. Yes and no. Defense wins championships as in you need to have a better defense than the team you play in the championship game. (laughs) All right? That's how how defense wins championships. Uh, Let me ask you college basketball recently. Gonzaga and, uh, and Baylor. Yeah, Baylor had a better defense, right? They did. What a great defense. Baylor also averaged 86 points a game, guys, right? Baylor were also the number one three-point shooting team in the country. Number one three-point, like, in other words, they were the second-best offense in the country after Gonzaga, and they had a better defense in the beat them. Let's look just off the top of my head in the Final Four right now in the National Football League. My Buffalo Bills. My Buffalo Bills defense was okay. Offense, explosive as hell. Bills were, like, the third or fourth, third highest-scoring team in the NFL, right, in the Final Four of the NFL. Who did they lose to? The Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs were the second highest scoring team in the NFL. You know what the highest scoring team in the NFL was last year? Per points per game? Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You need to score today. I'm an old school guy. I still I don't have hair. I'm a so old. You know what I'm saying? And it's not by choice. I'm not doing this because I want to look cool and be bald. But even though I do look cool. But um, I'm telling you. That whole, oh, defense wins champ. Ask the Baltimore Ravens how that's working out for them. So what? You hold a bunch of teams. To, you hold bad teams. You have rack up defensive stats. You get in the playoffs. You can't score. Right? You see it all the time. You see these good defensive teams all the time. Tennessee Titans. See these good defensive teams all the time. 
They get in a spot where they need to score and they can't. It's like you got a good team, you got a good defense. You guys will go ten and six every year. Well, now seventeen games season, stupid. You'll go. You know what I mean? You're a good team, but you can't get over the hump because you can't score enough. And you got to be able to score, man. So look, Tampa Bay were the number one scoring team in the NFL this year, uh, points per game. They won the Super Bowl two years ago. The number one scoring team in the NFL was who? Kansas City Chiefs. And you know what? San Francisco 49ers were the second highest scoring team. That's who they played in the Super Bowl. Like, I'm not just telling you. This isn't an opinion. This is fact. So, like I said, you can't have a bad defense. The ideal thing, it's the old top 10, top 10 thing. It's good to be top 10 in both. But really, like I said, you need to have a great offense, put points on the board, go through the playoffs, score, 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 and then have a better defense than the team that you play in the Super Bowl. That's how this works. And, you know, one thing with Atlanta, they're saying, you know what? Yeah, our defense isn't great, but stop us. And are you going to be able to keep up with this? If they, if with good play calling, I'm not even exaggerating, you can move down the field like um, 75 yards. You get the ball on the 25-yard line now. You can move the ball... Uh, you, you can move the ball 75 yards in like four or five plays with these guys. Hitch to Jones, boom. Slant over the middle of Pitts, boom. Ridley, reverse, couple of runs mixed in, boom, boom, boom. Next thing you know, you're on the other team's six-yard line. Like, you're not going to be able to stop it. Like, Matt Ryan's not done. He just doesn't have the arm strength that he does, that he used to. But he can still, and his, his passes are high off. His accuracy's never been great, Ryan. It's one thing. He's not like, he's not a pinpoint guy, but he reads defense as well. So he knows where to throw it. But that's why they have those tall wide receivers for him, right? I remember uh, Marshall Falk. We were fortunate enough to work with the, the Hall of Famer, Marshall Falk, and we were talking about Baker Mayfield. And he was talking, he said, Baker needs taller receivers. And it's a problem. And he was talking about, like, he brought up Drew Brees. And he goes, look at Drew Brees, who's short. And he said, Drew Brees and the Saints always have tall, wide receivers. So Drew Brees can see them, right? Like Jarvis Landry and Baker Mayfield couldn't connect a lot earlier because Baker couldn't freaking see him because Jarvis Landry's not big and Baker's not big. And these guys are big. Look at Russo, the kid the Bills took tonight. The kid looks like a basketball player. Then they put their hands up and stuff like that, man. And it's like these guys' hands are like nine, ten feet in the air after. Right? When they jump and you're done. It's hard to throw the ball and see, man. Like people don't think about things like that, but it's true. So with the with the size, it was a great point by you, Matthias. With the, and and Matt Ryan and the Falcons have always struggled in the red zone. Even with Tony Gonzalez, they weren't great. And the Mike Smith there when he was the coach. I remember like I remember getting mad, man, at like them throwing the ball over his head like Gonzalez and like Matt Ryan. I'm like, dude, like just chill out, throw the ball a little lower here. Um, but I like what they did. The Bengals to me screwed up. And it's hard to say they screwed up because Jamar Chase is a monster. He's great. You know, Odell Beckham 2.0 here. I get it. You already have T. Higgins. Boyd is a great wide receiver. Very good wide receiver. Not great, you know what I mean? Very good wide receiver. Uh, you just drafted Higgins last year, who's a stud. You have a good running back in Mixon. Like, what are you doing here? What are you doing? Like, like J- Joe Burrow was in the hospital last year. He got pictures in the hospital with his leg in, like, slings and stuff. Like, come on, man. You got a Hall of Famer, especially with Anthony Munoz being a Bengal before. Like, man, you guys really screwed up there. That was, to me, a mistake. Waddle, I got no beef to Miami. Waddle's a stud. He's a big-time playmaker. 
uh, Tyreek Hill type. Remember, this kid can return punts. He's like in the slot. He can burn you down the field. He's super fast. Uh, he played with two up. They know what they were doing. No problem with Waddle. Love the Sewell pick to Detroit. I'm sure they were shocked that he actually fell to seven. Love the pick to J.C. Horn. Uh, to, 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 and we won that prop. A horn under 12 and a half. But I love the pick horn to the Panthers. The Panthers have a nice little... They're building something here with Rule. Remember with Rule, guys? We talked about it. Rule took over at Temple. Year one, they sucked. Year two, they were okay. Year three, they were like 11 and one. 11 and two. Baylor, same pattern. Three years for Rule. Three-year plan. Right? Last year. All right. Now this year, a little better. And then boom. Now they have Sam Darnold. That win total, those um, seven and a half for the Panthers. Teddy uh, loves it. Teddy covers is with us early. Loves that. Love the J.C. Horn pick. Great pickup. They need defense. The Panthers' offense is good. Uh, Patrick Sertan, great pickup for Denver. They needed their. They needed to improve their secondary. They. They. You remember, guys? Denver deal with Justin Herbert. They deal with Patrick Mahomes. They deal with the Raiders throwing the ball all the time. Um, they needed to improve the secondary. They did with Sertan. Devontae Smith. I don't understand all this moving around by the Eagles, whatever, but nevertheless, Devontae, uh, Devontae Smith to the Eagles, no problem with it. Smooth as silk. Um, I believe it was uh, Mike Dettelier who compared him to Lynn Swan or some one of our guests did, and I thought it was a great comparison. It was Mike because uh, Devontae actually is from Louisiana, right? So um, great pickup. Helps, uh, helps that offense. They need a bona fide. Don't forget, they got Rager from last year now, too. So now these guys got some speed. I tweeted this out tonight, actually, guys, if you think about it. Look at all this speed and offense and stuff in the NFL. It's going to be a lot of overs. <laughs> a lot of overs. All these stud wide receivers and quarterbacks. Uh, Justin Fields, we discussed a lot already. Micah Parsons. You guys know I talked a lot about Micah Parsons. Big fan of Micah Parsons. I think the Cowboys uh, did a great job. Got themselves a great badass player. The Cowboys secondary could have used help, but they can still get help later. And and the thing is, Sertan and um, Sertan and um, and Horn were already gone. Right? It was all it was known the Cowboys were interested in the DBs, but they were gone, so they did a great job. Last year they went with Lamb and it was kind of flashy and they didn't need to, but they did it. Parsons is a great fit. He's a flashy guy. He's a big character. You know, he's the type of guy that the Cowboys have drafted before. Jerry likes these guys that live on the edge. But he's a good, I don't think he's a bad kid, Parsons. Like, I don't think he's going to be, you know, be doing drugs and stupid drugs and, you know, getting, you know, arrested and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, he's, he's an edgy guy. I like it. He brings some swagger to the Cowboys, a badass. And even though they're secondary, he could use some help. You know, a badass linebacker that can terrorize the quarterback and blow up plays can help your secondary. Um, props to the Chargers. Great job getting Slater. You know, they're pleased that he fell to them. They didn't think he was going to be there. They get a great lineman. Great tackle here. Uh, instant starter for um, instant starter for Herbert. We also bet on Vera Tucker under 16 and a half. I'm surprised the Jets traded up to get him, uh, but the guy's also a great player. We talked about him. I thought he could go to the Chargers at 13, so I'm not surprised if Vera Tucker goes to 14 to the Jets. I'm surprised the Jets traded up. But nevertheless, I like Vera Tucker. I like the pick. Uh, Mac Jones in a great situation with McDaniels. Um, he's going to be a quarterback for the Patriots for the next decade or whatever after Cam Newton uh, plays his thing out, uh, plays itself out. And I don't have a problem with it. I, I think Josh, uh, Josh McDaniels is going to do a great job with him. And I think that he's better than Zach Wilson. And the Jets just took Zach Wilson second overall. And the Patriots got this kid 15th overall. 
Uh, Zayvon Collins. Not a lot of people know this kid. I do out of Tulsa. Um, six foot four, two hundred and sixty pounder. That's old school linebacker, guys. That's old school. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, all these linebackers now are all like. Remember, I said I didn't like the Coromora kid out of Notre Dame. Nothing against him personally, uh, but I said I said I think he's too small at 215, 220. What are you a safety? You're not a linebacker. You're a hybrid. And it uh, doesn't mean you can't play in the NFL, but you're not a linebacker. Um, you, you, how are you going to linebacker? How are you going to compete? Kyle Pitts is 255 pounds. How are you going to deal with that? So, um, so I, you know, I'm just saying, I like I liked the pick a lot. This is Avon Collins. Arizona's really putting a roster together. I like it. This kid's 260 pounds. Old school, bruising, bruising Husky linebacker. 6'4", 260. You put him alongside the kid they drafted last year with uh, Isaiah Simmons from uh, from uh, from Clemson. They're really J.J. Watt. Uh, yeah, 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 come on, man. J.J. Um, Watt, they're, they're lying. The Jones, man, we could go on. They're, they're, I like what Arizona's doing a lot. I'm buying in. I'm buying in. And it's funny. I bought in Arizona two years ago. I told people that Murray was going to be good and Kingsbury would be good. I bought in. I told people last year to chill out. Everyone, oh, Arizona this, Arizona that. I said, chill out, you guys, now you're rushing them. Now we're in year three of the program, and it's going to be rock and roll city, man. Watch out for the Phoenix Suns, and watch out for the Arizona Cardinals. Leatherwood is a surprise here. And listen, I'm not going to call them out. The Raiders always do this. The Raiders only take Clemson and Alabama players. But this was a reach. Like, you're talking about a dude that, you know, I'm not into who wasn't projected this high, but... I'm not the only one that kind of raised their eyebrow at this and said, really? You know, really? You're much more talented players just athletically on the board, guys. How about like Kadarius Tony that went to the Giants? Talking about building an identity. Talking about building an identity. Uh, how about the New York uh, Giants right now? New York football Giants. G- gave all that money to Galladay. You have Saquon Barkley coming back. You got Evan Engram. You bring in Kadarius Tony right now. Weapons, weapons, weapons in Manhattan. Bring it. Lost in a sea of stats, averages, and injury reports? It's okay. Breathe. You found it. Sports gaming strategies and info. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody's got an opinion. Go ahead. Ask them. But only a few have an opinion informed by expert analysis and experience. It's called trust. It's why we're here. For you. Keep it here and get the edge. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. What's the dumbest bet I ever heard of? I disagree. I disagree. All right, with all 
this uh, NFL draft talk, and we've enjoyed it. I see the U.S. There's a brouhaha in the UFC. They've released Diego Sanchez, ending a 16-year marriage. I don't know. We'll get into this tomorrow. All right, we're going to get into this tomorrow. I don't have time for this crap right now. Evidently, that uh, the idiot manager or trainer of his, actually, that trainer that no one liked before, uh, just got him kicked out of the UFC, which I'm surprised they did this. They should have just told him, listen, you can't, you got to fire your trainer. And, you know, you, you can't, you know what I'm saying? But um, check it out on all the MMA websites if you're into it. We're going to break it down tomorrow. We'll get into the UFC tomorrow. Definitely enjoy us. going to join us on uh, Game Time Decision. We'll get into this tomorrow night on this uh, program. Man, I got to tell you, my head's about to explode. It's just been NFL, NFL. And I'm just thinking, oh, the Pittsburgh Steelers and these other teams. Speaking of the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, for all you Steeler fans out there, Steeler Nation, uh, got to love the Najee Harris pick. Um, let's be real, man. The Pittsburgh Steelers' problems, listen, Ben Roethlisberger's done, all right? They were 11-0, but the, yeah, and you can win with Ben Roethlisberger still. You can go on a run with Ben. I think he can, you know, I'm not saying he's done-done, but he's at the end of the line, and the problem is, for the love of God, why were the Pittsburgh Steelers throwing the football 53 times a game every game? And that's what they were doing. Look at the box scores. It was insane. Like, that's the, we talk about having an identity. That's not the Steelers' identity. And Tomlin would talk about, well, we're going to run the ball. We're going to get you know, our identity. And, you know, they talk a big game after Connor would have a good game once every six weeks. Snell is okay, but not, not great. And Najee Harris is the real deal. All right, he's a bona fide National Football League running back. And you need to take some pressure off of Ben Roethlisberger for him to be successful. The same way we were just talking about Matt Ryan. You can't have Roethlisberger throwing a football 53 times. Roethlisberger can't complete a pass like further than 10, 15 yards now. Right? Yeah, and the problem is I think Pittsburgh wanted to run the ball. And, you know, they got a new coordinator now. They wanted to run the ball, but the fact is they just couldn't do it efficiently and effectively. With Harris, they will be able to. Great pickup for the Pittsburgh Steelers. More NFL talk tomorrow on the Late Night Anger Management Class. We'll get into the baseball board, UFC, and more. See you on GTV. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. Winning Edge benefit number 27. Not having to explain to your wife why you lost. You're listening to the trusted source for gaming, odds, and more. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.